Original content. Content. Compelling discussions. Audio on demand. This is a Podcast 225 production. The issues. What's going on now? What's happening in the state? The people. Carl Dabity. We've got Michael Shingle, Taylor Moore, Jay Darden, Congressman Garrett Gray, Richard Condon. He is Ryan Clark, Sharon Weston Broom. The podcast. And we're going to talk about that. This is the Clay Young Show. Thanks, Neil. Wow. Man, this episode is going to be a lot different because I don't have a guest this week because I just, first of all, welcome to the show. I appreciate you guys listening and thanks for all of the great feedback we got concerning the recent podcast with George Bell who came in to play America the Beautiful and today is really one of those days where you want to see who people really are. So obviously I'm referring to what happened in Minneapolis with George Floyd. 46-year-old. African-American male who was suffocated, murdered in the streets in front of a crowd by a police officer. I don't really know what I had I had anger obviously when I first saw this. And I try to have my thoughts together when I sit behind a microphone to do a conversation like this. I I generally like to have my head on straight so I can I can speak from a position of clear thought. I mean, I can be, you know, obviously like everybody else, you can be annoyed and and angry and mad and disgusted as we all are about what we saw. But I really wanted to make it count. I wanted to make it count, make what I said count in terms of make sense and and actually have some level of value. I posted on Facebook, I believe, a couple of days ago. Today is Thursday, the 28th, as we record this episode of the show. And I called what that officer did selfish. He's a coward. All the people, all the officers there with him are cowards. It was thuggish, selfish behavior. Period. Now, here's the thing. As I said, this is when you want to know who people really are. Okay? Because we look at so many things through the prism of race that it just annoys the hell out of you because sometimes it's overdone. Sometimes things are just about right and wrong, not black and white. But this is one of those times where this is both. This is about right and wrong, and this is about black and white. 
There are countless numbers of Americans who every day volunteer, donate money, or put on a uniform to make things better. I'm one of them. Have volunteered a ton, have given money to a lot of causes, great causes. And in terms of the uniform, I have known and do know many men and women of all races who are law enforcement officers who in no way represent what this piece of trash did in Minnesota. I don't want to hear from anybody. Was he resisting arrest? Because you destroy the credibility of officers who end up in a tussle with someone who's actually resisting. To me, you're making an excuse for someone who does not deserve to wear a uniform. He was kneeling on the man's neck and put his hands in his pockets. That's how cavalierly he went about killing this man. Now, you have heard me come on here after Officer Hutto was killed and talk about the cowardice, ridiculous nature of that. He shot those men in the head, trying to kill them both, did kill one after he had already killed somebody else. Here, I'm talking about the shooter in Baton Rouge. And I gave you the same kind of energy when we talked about the, this, this young man in Georgia. that these two Peckerwoods chased with shotguns and killed him. And it took him two months to do something about it. I'm in the same place here right now with this. You can't justify any part of this with me. Police officers 100% have the right to go home at night. They 100% have the right and the authority to keep the peace. This was not that. This was unnecessary. And as more video is coming out, it's making even more people look ridiculous. Let's say for the argument that there was a tussle, that he was resisting arrest and you get him on the ground. He is at that point, as we see, complying and saying, please let me stand. There are three men on him. One is standing up watching. What is that? What is that? So again, I could rant about this. A lot of people are ranting about this. And, and I don't know that I'm going to say anything different than people have already said. But I will tell you that this is the kind of stuff that makes the work to build bridges more hard. And I will say again, who are you today? Where will you stand today? Specifically, if you are white, and I've got a great number of people who are my friends who I love to death, who have spoken up about this, who have commented about it on social media. If you are someone who has a platform and is not standing up and saying that we cannot allow this in society, something's wrong with you. This is an easy one. This is not even a hard one. This is not even one of those gray area fringe ones when you can you could kind of argue or debate some things. 
This one's easy. It was just wrong. Indefensible. And that's why they were canned so quickly. So I've got some sound and some other information about this. Some details about what happened at the scene. I've got some sound from the mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry. And what exactly does the White House think about this? I got some sound for you. So stay there. Podcast225.com. And now today's Manners Minute. Many years ago, I went through a challenging season of life. Looking back, I describe those years as wonderfully difficult. Wonderfully difficult? How could anything that is truly difficult be wonderful? In the throes of it, my heart would ache so badly I could hardly catch my breath. Hours turned into days that turned into weeks. With each new dawn, I was forced to find a way to survive another day. What I couldn't see at the time was the solid foundation of strength being laid underneath the sorrow. Through the tears and disappointments, the pain that wouldn't stop was making me stronger, not weaker. Rather than crumbling, I was being fortified. The same is true of the season we're experiencing today. One day in the near future, we will look back on the last few months and recognize the resilience that was developed from surviving this wonderfully difficult season. This is Jeff LaDuff, retired chief of police for the city of Baton Rouge. I'm Kelly LaDuff, co-owner of Open Eyes Safety Training and Consulting. Open Eyes is focused on providing quality safety solutions that give businesses and employees the skill set needed to recognize and react to dangerous situations. On a daily basis, we hear yet another story of workplace violence or active shooter. Open Eyes offers a unique approach to keeping you and your businesses safe through site analysis, technology recommendations, policy review, and employee training. To set up a consultation for your business, call us today at 225-313-9713 or visit us at our website at OpenEyesSafetyTraining.com. We say keep open eyes because 10% of our population cause 90% of our problems. See them before they see you. The most important issues facing our state and our region. The Clay Young Show on Podcast225.com. Right now, all across the country, people are really talking about this, and I don't know that everybody's thinking about it. It may just be me, but my reflection of right now is, where are you as a human being? Are we going to stand up for decency? Are we going to use this as an opportunity to say that that kind of behavior is not going to be tolerated? No matter who it's coming from. A law enforcement officer or someone in a community who ambushes a cop. It's not right. But this one was clear to me. This is one man's opinion. This was clearly evil and clearly racial. And those of you who have known me for a long time or have heard me do media, radio, television, whatever, you know I don't go to that unless I really believe it. Sometimes people have a problem with you just because they don't like you, not because of what color you are. But to me, this is about 
something far more sinister. Like I said, he had his hands in his pocket while he is kneeling with both knees on this man, leans against the car to increase his ability to apply pressure. How can anyone anyone justify that? Help me with that. No, actually, don't even try. Let's just don't not at least not to me. Don't try. You can't. And now there are protests in Minneapolis and in other parts of the country. Why? Because people saw this as what it was. Pure evil. Here is Mayor Jacob Fry of Minneapolis talking about this piece of garbage who took this man's life and his perspective on where his community should be going. We must restore the peace so that we can do this hard work together. I want to know what George's girlfriend, Courtney, said about George. He was all about love and all about peace. He did not receive that love and that peace from our officers on the night of May 25th. But we can still honor him by practicing those values during a time of great strife. That is the task ahead of us. And at this time when one crisis is sandwiched against another, this could be the marker. This could be a point in time when several years from now, we can look back to know that we rose to right the wrongs of the past. Not just with words, but with action. Bottom line. And, you know, the thing is, and because I've heard this, too, people are talking about George Floyd and what his history may or may not have been. He this this allegedly happened because he had passed a, a counterfeit twenty dollar bill to someone. Let me explain this to you from my perspective, okay? Let's say George Floyd is a hardcore killer. He wasn't, but just go with me on this. Let's say he was a hardcore killer. These officers still would not be justified for what they did. This wasn't about getting someone under control They had already passed that point. This was clear. I don't give a you know what showboating. And I'm going to stick my hands in my pocket just to show you that I don't care about this human underneath me. I don't think of him as a human. That's what that was. And the outrage from around the country has been real and it's been largely diverse, but it's not loud enough. You have to send a message. And I don't mean burning communities down. I don't think that accomplishes anything. And I don't think whipping people up into a frenzy accomplishes anything either, because that's what leads to what happened here in Baton Rouge of Ju- in July of 2016 and in Dallas and in other cities. We don't need that. The scrutiny that a law enforcement officer has to carry is necessary. You are a keeper of the peace with a constitutional commitment to the public to protect and to serve. 
And that does not mean a law enforcement officer has to be perfect. There are no perfect professions. But it is my opinion that they should, they should endeavor every day to represent with honor the people they serve and the oath that they have taken. And when they don't do that, you got to go. And when you do something like this, you got to go to jail. That's just the way it should work. I don't think that's unfair. Here is a piece from The Hill talking about that day and the condition George Floyd was in when EMS arrived. George Floyd, the black Minneapolis man who died Monday during a police arrest, showed no signs of life by the time the first responders and emergency medical staff arrived on scene. Local emergency workers told the Minneapolis Star Tribune, Floyd was officially pronounced dead 90 minutes after the arrest, during which Officer Derek Chauvin knelt on Floyd's neck while the 46-year-old man pleaded with the officer that he was unable to breathe. An incident report filed by the fire department began as a code 2 to assist EMS on scene, rather than a code 3, which indicates a life-threatening situation, but bystanders told the firefighters who arrived that the police, quote, had killed the man, the report said. Don't need to explain that. You heard what you heard. We do have to try to come together as a nation. And I think that there are lots of people already doing the work of making things better. That never really gets talked about. But there are all kinds of people who are doing the work every day. But when things like this happen, it and I think one of the reasons why maybe the energy on this has been so different is because the outrage has been so prevalent and has been so diverse from every corner. Now, the president did comment on this. I think he was two days later than he needed to be. But he's, he's talked about directing the Department of Justice to look into this and getting justice for George Floyd. Here is the White House press secretary talking about this situation. Kaylee, part of the president's point uh, in the Michael Flynn case and other parts of the Russia investigations is that he wants equal justice under the law. Let's take that standard to Minnesota this morning, where, as you know, overnight, uh, the protests were getting more violent. There's been looting. Uh, the president, to his credit, very quickly said, look, the FBI and the Justice Department, I want them to get on top of this. But the protesters are looking at what the local police have done, and they haven't arrested anybody. Um, if you or I were caught on tape choking someone to death, I would assume that we'd be in prison by now. Why do you think there are the people on the ground feel like there has not been justice? And what is the White House going to do about that? Yeah, well, what the president has done, and I was with him um, when he when he ordered this um, on Air Force One, he ordered expedited review by the FBI. It was already under review by the FBI and the DOJ, but he ordered it in an expedited fashion. Um, he was very upset by that tape. That was an egregious, egregious thing to watch. It was hard to watch. Uh, this man deserves justice, as the president noted yesterday in his tweet. Um, he's directed the FBI to get to the bottom of this, because uh, we should never, ever, ever have to watch a tape like that again. Again, it was appalling. What's the reaction of the White House to these protests turning violent overnight? Now you're not just seeing it there in Minneapolis, but other parts of the nation, Kaylee. 
Yeah, these protests, everyone has a right to protest. There's no doubt about that, uh, but it needs to be peaceful. Um, without looting, I know that there was a man who lost his life um, last night and our hearts go out to his family and that protest. So, you know, you have a right to protest, absolutely, but let's do it peacefully and in accordance with the law. All right, Kaylee McEnany, we certainly appreciate your time this morning. So she was on Fox News and talking about a number of things and Ed Henry asked her the question, about what took place in Minnesota, and you heard the the statement coming from the White House. Now we'll see what what happens. I can't imagine that this is going to take very long, but I want to share something with you that um, that I think is relevant to this and the impact things like this can have on the future. And when I make the reference, you're you're going to get it. You're smart, Rodney King. Most of you are around and, and old enough to remember what happened with Rodney King in the, the video of these Los Angeles police officers beating the hell out of him in the middle of the freeway. And every one of those officers was acquitted. And it cast a shadow over the Los Angeles Police Department because all of those officers were seen through the prism of the actions of the men who beat up Rodney King. It went beyond subduing and getting him under control to just beating him like a pinata. Then came the O.J. Simpson murder trial. With enough evidence to prove 10 times over, in my opinion, that he killed those two people. And what happens at the end? The jurors, by and large, were not having it. In fact, one of the members of the jury in, and let me see if I can find the audio. Hang on right there. Yeah, I know I had it because I was going to reference this. Okay, so I, this, is, this is from the Ezra Edelman award-winning ESPN documentary, OJ Made in America. And they're talking about this is just after the big they show the scenes from the crowds and in the courtroom after the verdict was read. And Edelman is talking with one member of the jury. And here is what that went like. Do you think that there are members of the jury that voted to acquit OJ because of Rodney King? Yes. You do? Yes. How many of you think felt that way? Oh, probably 90% of us. Mm-hmm. A direct correlation. Take me at my word. When you don't pursue justice in a case like this, it will come back to get you. Back to wrap up in just a minute. Coronavirus. It's changing as you and I speak right now. Yeah. When the world changes, there's one place the capital region comes for answers. We have increased stress and the closure of schools. Podcast225.com and The Clay Young Show. Answers to your COVID-19 questions. That's pretty much how most viral illnesses act. From the people at the top. Truly an invisible enemy that we're uh, fighting here. The world is changing. 
Are you ready? Executone of Louisiana has been helping businesses in Baton Rouge save money on their telecommunications for over 40 years. Executone will help businesses upgrade their phones and intercom systems, save money, and never have to worry about local customer support. Doctors' offices, hospitals, schools, businesses, it doesn't matter. All kind have depended on the good people at Executone to upgrade technology and save money. I have a question for you. Do you like saving money? Sure, of course you do. Here's another one. Do you want to keep the most up-to-date phone? and intercom technology while saving money. That's what it's all about. That's a no-brainer. Don't get sucked in by out-of-town companies who are not here if you need technical support. Executone has been here, and they believe in the value of customer service, baby. Don't take my word for it. Give them a call, 225-295-3500. That's 295-3500. Oh, look them up. ExecutoneLA.com. Executone of Louisiana. They still here, and they're going to continue to give you great service. Service. The issues, the policies, the people. This is the Clay Young Show. Thank you for indulging me today. Just us and having a conversation about this really, really sad situation. And I think this man deserves justice. His family deserves justice. And I think every person in this country deserves to see justice justice carried out here. If you can't get this one right, I don't know that you'll ever get one right. I mean, that's just that's just important. And I, and again, it's been very very rewarding for me to see the outrage, the consistent outrage across the board from people in this country who saw this for what it was, the execution of a man in broad daylight in front of a crowd. And the worst example of evil and cowardice that you will ever, ever see, period. But we've talked about it enough. Don't want to beat it into the ground even more, but I appreciate you. Listen, on social media, at ClayYoungBR on Twitter, Clay underscore YoungBR on Instagram, and just Clay Young on Facebook. You can also shoot me an email if you don't want to do it on the social. That email address is clay at podcast 225.com. The Crime Stoppers podcast is coming back. Actually, episode four is in production as we speak. Uh, WeBR is going to be coming back in the month of June as well. So, a lot of big things ahead. Hey, you guys stay safe, keep the faith. And we'll catch you next time here on The Clay Young Show. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.